Welcome to the coffee break with the MSU Extension Dairy Team. My name is Stan Moore. I'm a dairy and farm management educator. Today, uh, Marianne Buza is going to be visiting with Ashley Kennedy of Messing Dairy in Ubley, and they're going to discuss building consumer agricultural literacy. So with that, I will turn it over to them. Welcome to the MSU Dairy Coffee Break. I'm Marianne Buza. I am a dairy educator in the Thumb of Michigan. And with me today is Ashley Kennedy of Sheridan Dairy. And our topic for today is opportunities and ways to promote dairy in our communities. Since high school, Ashley Kennedy has um, promoted dairy via FFA 4-H and being a state dairy ambassador. Um, she's also been uh, involved with Project Red um, at the dairy booth. And so thank you for being with us today, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Um, so when we spoke a little bit earlier, you said that uh, you started in college um, uh, with really getting into promotion of dairy. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I'm, I guess maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm kind of known more for my presence on social media. And that really started when I was a dairy ambassadors. Um, a mentor of mine said, well, why don't you get a blog? There's this new thing called a blog and we'll talk about um, all the things that you do, you know, hot topics through the year. And so I said, yeah, okay, I'll try it. And I really liked it. So instead of passing the blog on to the next dairy ambassador, I actually kept it and it became my personal blog. And then in college, I also got into Twitter and that was really kind of the start of agricultural social media was on ag twitter because facebook was really new back mm -hmm. then and it was only other college students on facebook so um yeah very different than it is today right. but that's how i got started and then you know through college i helped with things like small animals day and the great dairy adventure and different things that happened down at michigan state but yeah i really started in social media okay um so what are you doing uh, today to promote dairy? Yeah, so today my, I still have my blog. Um, you can find me as Messy Kennedy. I'm messykennedy.com. But um, I focus more now on things like Instagram, my Facebook page, and I'm trying to get more into YouTube, but um, editing videos takes a long time. So I'm working up to that one slowly. So that's what I do more so now. And I still do some in-person in our county promotion events, but yeah, day to day, I'm generally on social media sharing things. Yeah, and uh, as a dairy farmer and a mother of two beautiful little girls, it's gotta be hard to find all the time to do this um, promotion. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally a juggling and trying to figure it out and so that's why I'm maybe not the most consistent because I'm also not a great planner that's just part of my personality trait is that I'm not you know super planned so um yeah I'm kind of here and there and I try to be consistent about it but when I get really busy into farm or kids or both I um, sometimes I forget but I'm there <laughs> and so do you, which audiences do you reach and um, do you target specific audiences? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, 
I have found through experience that for me and like my voice, like there's a voice for everybody. There's a place for everybody on social media. There's, you know, a listener and a follower for each person. And I found that when I got started, a lot of the people that were on my channels were other farmers. And I was like, you know, I love other farmers. I think other farmers are great, but I'm not on here just to talk to other farmers. Mm -hmm. My point is I want to reach out to other people. So then I started to think about, you know, what is the best way for me to, um, to reach a different audience. And so I basically put together a marketing plan, just like a small business or even a large business does. They think about and they say, who's my target audience? Well, I decided my target audience would be millennial moms. As a millennial, that first part is really relatable to me. Absolutely. And, you know, I figured someday I would be a mom. And so here I am. I am a mom now. So I feel like I'm very relatable to that <laughs> audience. But, um, you know, that millennial mom, like Gen Z kind of a generation, that's who I've been aiming for. So as a farmer, mm -hmm. if you come onto my social media, you might look at it and be like, well, this doesn't interest me awesome. Like that is my hope is that, you know, I have some farmers who are also moms who, you know, we relate to each other really well, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily my target audience. My target audience is, you know, women and moms who have no idea mm -hmm. about farming and agriculture. And so, yeah, I'm curating all of my feeds to kind of follow that, mm -hmm. particularly on Instagram you know, you actually don't see a ton of egg stuff for me on my actual feed. I generally share a lot of other stuff. And there's a reason why, because that brings in people from all different walks of life. And they're there asking me questions and relating to my life. And then I'm like, hey, here's a cute cow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what kind of topics do you cover? You know, you said not just agriculture, yeah. but like, do you talk about like recipes or health and nutrition? I know you're a runner. Do you talk yeah. about running? Yeah. So kind of all of that. Um, I used to do a lot more recipes, but honestly, like with two little kids and the farm, I don't cook as much as I used to and I don't experiment as much as I used to. So um, not as much anymore, although I will share some of that stuff, but um, I share my journey in um, fitness. Mm -hmm. um, I am a runner, although I'm kind of injured now, so I'm doing more yoga and strength training. So, you know, you'll see like my exercise and when I'm doing stuff and talking about that. Um, mental illness is something that I've really gotten in in the last 18 months since my daughter has been born, our second daughter has been born. Mm -hmm. And then um, I also talk about, since my second daughter has been born, I've gotten into like an anti-diet. Um, I've gotten into intuitive eating, which is a non-diet lifestyle. And okay. so I also talk about that a lot. Okay. And which is great as an ice cream lover and, <laughs> you know, dairy lover. I'm all about no guilt. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, in those non you know, ag or mom topics have brought in some really unique people into my feed that I'm having conversations with and they're commenting on. So it's been a lot of fun to see like what my goal is and to see it actually happening and rolling. Okay. When you do speak about agriculture, what mm -hmm. kind of topics do you tend to talk about? So I tend to do like really general stuff. I show like day-to-day -day things on the farm. Um, I don't tend to get like really like 
into anything really deep unless someone asks me about it. If someone asks me about it, yeah, let's have that conversation. But in general, I try to keep it pretty simple mm -hmm. because I mean, I think people care about where their food comes from, but a lot of the times, I think they don't always want like the big heavy topics like, you know, GMOs or, you know, antibiotics and milk. Talk about that stuff a lot. I do, but it's not necessarily my, my goal and my aim. So, so you said that like, you'll throw up a picture of a cute, cute cow, yeah. like, you know, what kind of caption do you put? Like, oh, this, this uh, Jersey calf was born this morning, you know, mom and calf yeah. doing great kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I do a lot of that. Um, like today, we had our hook trim earlier this morning on the farm. So I shared in my story, I shared a video of the hook trimmer here. Mm -hmm. And it's not uncommon for me to get questions about that. And mm -hmm. so let me talk about what we're doing mm -hmm. on hoof trimming. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> depending on how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling salty, then, you know, maybe sometimes I'll go on a tirade about how there's no antibiotics in milk and stuff. But I don't think people just want to see that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to see that, or at least my audience doesn't want to see that stuff all the time. I like to build like real trust with my followers so then they feel comfortable asking me that question or then when I talk about it then you know they're like yeah she's really cool not really but you know like I trust her I've been following her for a long time like you know she has all this really cool background and so I'm going to trust that when she says that milk doesn't have antibiotics in it milk doesn't have antibiotics in it okay what do you think you've done to build that trust just been honest and answered questions yeah. okay yeah I think the honesty and like that transparency from mm -hmm. all walks of life mm -hmm. you know I don't know when I'm on social media I don't want to see the people who like always look perfect and always have the perfect outfit and the perfect makeup because let's be honest like it's not real life no it's not. that person hired a photographer and once a month they come in and they have people doing their hair and their makeup and they change their outfits and that's what they do and they post these pictures all month long like that's not real life no you know you can i can sometimes i look at that and i'm like wow that outfit's really cute i wish i could be like that but then it depresses me right like real life is hard and real life is sometimes great and sometimes you're just like i have i'm covered in puke and i have so much stuff to do and my house is a mess but I'm trying to smile today. Like that's what real life right, is. Right. And you know, everybody has days like that. And so I think um just by being like really honest and being like today is not a good day and here's why today is not a good day. Or being like, you know what, today is an awesome day and mm -hmm. here's why I'm having a really good day today. I hope you're having a good day too. I just think like being really honest and being really vulnerable with your audience builds that trust. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you always have to be sharing about agriculture i mean i share stuff all the time like come spring planting mm -hmm. you'll see all kinds of stuff like that from me but you know it just it can you know there's more to each person than you know what meets the eye than what our job is and you know so i think sharing that makes you really relatable and helps your audience trust you um so what has been some of your favorite ways and opportunities to promote dairy um, both locally and on social media. My favorite way to promote dairy 
Um, on social media, I like sharing it with my running stuff because, you know, chocolate milk is like the number one refuel drink available. So I really love to share it with the fitness crowd. I find like that's my favorite way on social media, which I also just like love working out and doing all that kind of stuff too. So, um, but I feel like they have like a very natural union. Mm -hmm. So that's probably if I had to pick one way, that's my favorite way. Um, in person, uh, one of the f my favorite things that I've gotten to do is I've gotten to help with, um, in our county, there's a countywide children's wellness fair. It's like put on by our health department or it's like different health entities in our county. And um, I supply the dairy products for it. And it's just a really cool um, event. And I mean, it's geared toward mothers and children. So, you know, the people who are buying lots of milk and eating lots of cheese and yogurt and stuff from the grocery store. So they're a really important audience for us to reach out to and to, you know, share a message about how important dairy is for diets. Also, you mentioned that you have been uh, talking about uh, mental health on Instagram. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about that and your your journey and how you have put that on on social media? Or yeah, yeah. So um, 18 months ago ish, a little less than that. But um, we had our second daughter, and I struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety. And then three weeks after that, um, our main employee, who was like a member of a family, he left work and took his own life. And then while we were at his funeral, I, or we were going to his funeral that day, I got the call that I had a cousin who died of an overdose. So we had like, it's a pretty rough. Yeah. In like a month, we had like a very, a lot of really major like life changes. And any one of those things could have like caused anybody mm -hmm. some problems and so for the last 18-ish months you know that's what I've been dealing with mm -hmm. mentally and you know throw on to that like the dairy industry hasn't been great for the last five years crops four years yeah year. crops were not good this year it's been a hard year it's been a, it's been a very hard you know four or five years for the dairy industry absolutely. yeah and you know any one of those things could cause issues mm -hmm. and then to have all that thrown on at once. It's been, it's taken me a really long time to mentally get through it mm -hmm. and just to rifle through it and figure out, you know, how to deal with it and how mm -hmm. to move on. And so I started, I didn't start right away, but probably, I don't know, this winter sometime, I started sharing about mm -hmm. it. There's a hashtag called Mental Health Monday. And I don't always share on Mondays about it, but I try to, you know, every few weeks share something about it. And that for myself has been really like liberating to just talk about it. Yeah. Um, so that's been really helpful. But then I've also, you know, been talking with a lot of people and really gotten into this conversation and, you know, so many people, even people outside of agriculture, have issues with mental health. This isn't Absolutely. unique to us. Yeah. This isn't, you know, an only agriculture thing. Mm -hmm. And so that has also, I really just had some really unique, awesome conversations about people, which have then, you know, mm -hmm. just built these relationships and this trust between mm -hmm. us. So, um, you know, so many things that us in agriculture might be like, oh, no, I'm not going to share that. 
but that could be exactly what we need to really like reach consumers and the people in the store buying our products is to be like real and transparent because and human yeah we're yeah you know like we can talk about how great we think agriculture is but not everybody can relate to that but to say you know what i've i've been fighting anxiety and depression and it's been a really hard 18 months Mm -hmm. let me tell you a little bit about it Mm -hmm. and somebody else i've had so many moms be like yeah i really struggle with postpartum anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression so glad that you're talking about it it's such an important yeah and sometimes just that start of the conversation then turns into well, hey, mm-hmm. I've always wondered this about milk or mm-hmm. about GMOs or, mm-hmm. you know, about right. whatever, you know, insert whatever yeah. topic it is. Can you tell me more about it? Or maybe can you share with me like a resource that you really like mm-hmm. that I can read? That's a great way to <laughs> earn that trust and, yeah. and build those those relationships and promote yes. agriculture and the dairy industry just by making yourself relatable and I think with with mental health, a lot of times people feel so alone. Yeah. And especially in in agriculture, there feels always like like there's a little bit of a stigma. People are yeah. afraid to be open and yeah. honest about about their mental health, especially now in the in the price climate that is mm-hmm. in our dairy industry. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very awesome and brave that you have been doing sharing those things on Instagram. And I'm so glad that it's led to some really yeah. uh, trust a lot of trust and some great conversations. Um, so I think it's important for farmers to know and for everyone to know that, you know, mental health is a real thing that yeah. is in every community and every career and yep. it's absolutely everybody, you know, has it and is, is working with it. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So I was, my next question for you is um, what kind of, what has been the most like, enlightening experience you've had or like light bulb moment when um talking to one of your millennial moms yeah so i just had a couple that were really enlightening to me and you know they're i mean i talk about mental health but there were still things that i was like oh this is kind of like taboo in agriculture Mm -hmm. and so i've kind of kept things under wraps like my political beliefs which are not the traditional ones in agriculture and so you know, I've been kind of scared to talk about it. And then one of my friends actually kind of pushed me and it has started some phenomenal conversations. So I really am like, it just turned that light bulb on where I was like, there's literally someone for everyone. You can sit here and think like, this is crazy. I'm not going to share this Mm -hmm. because I'm just going to be ridiculed in agriculture, but it makes you so relatable. Mm -hmm. to other people so yeah I shared something political that I was like oh my gosh nobody I should not be sharing this (laughs) and this gentleman from New York City actually Mm -hmm. was like I had no idea that there were people that had those beliefs in agriculture like Mm -hmm. that's really cool and then it turned into a whole conversation about dairy farming and agriculture and you know, what are the struggles that we're going through? How can someone like him help? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, and it's just like, yes, there's someone for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an audience for everyone. And so I just think, like, don't ever be afraid to share those things that you mm-hmm. think might be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Because 
it might not sound crazy to some other person mm -hmm. and it just might open that door. And I mean, him and I talk a lot and there was another um, woman who I think is from LA mm -hmm. that she had some questions about dairy and a friend and this friend tagged me in it. He said, mm -hmm. Hey, this is my friend, Ashley, like yeah. you should ask her. And so then her and I, we're having these awesome conversations like about, and she wondered why do we take calves away from cows? Mm -hmm. And I was like, great question. Let me tell you why, let me explain to you why we take calves away from cows. And I explained it and she was like, this is really awesome. She's mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad that you explained that to me. It totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we kept having this conversation. And I mean, this is someone that I never would have talked to before. Right. And these are the kind of people that they keep, when one of their other friends has a question, they say, hey, you know, you need to talk to this girl. Like, this is my friend. Yeah, it's my friend Ashley. Like, yeah, and, it, you know, she helped explain things to me. Like, mm -hmm. maybe she can help clear things up for you. That's awesome. And, you know, it just starts with one or two people, and it can grow, mm -hmm. and it can grow quickly. So I just think, like, don't ever – you know, think anything's too crazy. I mean, there are probably some things that are a little too crazy, but, um, you know, like to an extent, like don't be afraid to just really put yourself out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it makes you a little different in agriculture, that could be a huge asset. That Absolutely. And you'll definitely be more relatable to someone you, you might ever never meet or would have never yeah. talked to in New York city or California or wherever. Yes. Yeah. That's really awesome. So, um, I think my last question is going to be if you had, like two pieces of advice for someone who wants to start promoting in their area, what would they be? I would say start small, mm -hmm. get your feet wet in something that you know that you can complete. Mm -hmm. And because once you have one completed project, then you have confidence, you have experience, and then you can take on something bigger. So whether that's social media, don't take on all the social media channel channels, like that's crazy. Take on one, start with one, learn that one really well, and then jump to something else. Mm -hmm. um, and the second one, I just think, um, just think about your audience and, you know, what would help make you relatable to them. There's, there's literally, I bet you someone out there who loves the same thing as you, and you just might be able to have a conversation that could change you know, how they feel about their food and their buying decisions. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, we do want to thank uh, <clears throat> Ashley and Marianne for uh, bringing a great topic uh, today for the Coffee Break with the MSU Dairy Team. Want to invite you to join us next week for an interview with Darren Gernot of Gernot Dairy. And he's going to speak about how they build a strong team on their dairy farm. So please join us then. Thanks for tuning in.